right now because I don't know how to do it. Um, but anyway, I, I'm going to learn it. So this is On The Hour Podcast. I'm one of the hosts, AJ Kelly with the eye. We got a... And Yvonne in the building, guys. Hello. I always say she's back because I feel like you be like abandoning the show. Never. You know what I'm saying? Never. Like, I don't know why I always say that. But anyway, she's I back. I noticed it, though. <laughs> yeah. she, she's back. All right. So we got a special guest in the building. Um, whoop, whoop. Let's, yeah, let's give it up for Hawaii. Meow. Yeah. Hello. Meow, meow. All right. Hawaii. What's good? Hi, I'm doing good today. How you doing? I'm good. You represent a generation that I don't even think we have a demographic for. I ain't gonna Not lie. yet. Yeah. We kind of like older, older broads, not even chicks, broads. Okay. These are like hussies. You dig? <laughs> we talking to like broads and hussies. And uh, right now we got a, a PYT for the young thing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, what's your age? I am 25. Mm. All right. 25. Woo! I don't even remember. I don't even want to think about it. <laughs> I don't even know what I was doing. I had to think was, about it. It was only last year for me, so I think I can kind of count. Oh, that's what we're doing? <clears throat> In <Okay>. my mind. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Cool. So, you're 25 years old. We got somebody young in the building because we want to know basically you know, how y'all feeling about this whole mental health thing. And yeah. today we focusing on depression. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. And this- that a lot of people deal with it, especially these days. Depression is hitting hard. Mm-hmm. It's hitting home for every age. I don't care what how old you are. Um, so it's good to hear a perspective of every age genre, you know. A 25-year-old. Yeah. Hey, you can't get no younger than that. Let's, let's do it. I mean, that's pretty young because real talk, a lot of times mental illness, it'll hit you around that age. Mm-hmm. If you hadn't already manifested it. Yeah. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, that's why people say, damn, it's just something that brought it out one day. Yeah, the mother died or, yeah, no, absolutely. it's yeah. 20, they around 25, 26. Yeah. That's it's because your age. maturity is changing. You're seeing things yeah. different. Your perspective of life has hit you in the face. Like, you know, you graduated from high school. You don't went to college if you went to college. And now you're hitting the real world and you're like, wait a minute. You yeah. know, what's going on here, right? Situations so. definitely do bring it out and shine mm-hmm. a light on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just noticed like two years ago that I was depressed for many years. Mm. How'd you yeah. learn that? Like, what was the incident? Um, so I had met somebody and, mm-hmm. you know, their peers, it's like, because I used to be by myself. I used to keep to myself. My only focus was school and my um, career. And okay. so when I finally started to socialize, but it was like an intimate level, like <coughs> it was deeper than just a high and by for me. Okay. And so... There are ways kind of re- it made me show who I am on the inside, the things that I was hiding about myself, mm. um, down to like my emotions. Mm. I didn't realize like the sadness and stuff like that. Mm. I was more familiar with anger. Mm. Um, on your own, you were familiar with anger yeah. outside of this relationship. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. So you was just identifying with anger. Yes. More so, than anything. So in a relationship, you needed somebody to yell at you, to scream at you. How did that manifest? Um, like as a relationship, you only being used to anger. Well, I guess the, what happened was seeing their, um, their emotions, like their anger, their mm-hmm. sadness and things like that. It was worse than mine. So I'm mm-hmm. like, Oh, okay. I see what it is. I acted this way. I acted that way. I do act this way. I don't like that. I need to get some help. You were seeing qualities in him that you, that you see in yourself, in yourself. and you don't like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you like, 
I do the same thing. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It made you more aware of who you are and what yeah. you hold inside of you. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely. Deep. And for many years, and then when I went to the therapy, they was telling me like they show you this wheel of all different types of emotions. I was shocked. I was wait, like, wait. I've never seen. That's dope. But how we get how okay? Because you went to a therapist subsequently, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Let's give us step number one. Okay. Um, the the relationship is that what changed you? It to did. realize, all right. So let's deep dive into the relationship. Okay. What was wrong with it? It was toxic in a way. Okay. Um. You see more negative traits. Now they have their good traits as well, but when you're dealing with life, it, it's a male. Yeah. Okay. It was a male and a female. You know, I was I was able to see both of their traits. Wait, wait, what? I was dealing with a male and I was dealing with a female. I had a female friend that I was dealing with and I had a male and I was dealing with both of them around the same time. Wow. Okay. So. See, we didn't know. We gotta we gotta get to that. So this was a polyamorous relationship. No, it but wasn't. you guys weren't together. Yeah, it wasn't like that. Couple, it was as a threesome, a throuple. No, it wasn't like it that. It was you with the girl. And you over here with the guy. No, the no, girl she was said just my friend. friend. I, they, yeah, the girl was just my friend. The guy oh. I was associating with, but they both, romantically. No, no, I wasn't they're friends. With they both friends. Yeah, I wasn't oh. romantic. These are people that she just had conversation so with. That they knew each relationship. other first. They knew each other first, and I came in where I where I came in. I was a helper. I was helping as far as like, like let's say it was just little things here and there. I would help out. I don't get it. Hold up. That's a relationship. These people you're talking about, the girl. They the were guy. in a relationship. She was like the third person, <clears throat> like not a third wheel, but she was more of a mediator for them. Yeah, I was just, and so with her having a conversation with them reali- mm-hmm. made her realize yeah. that it was some things in her as well that she needed to deal with yeah. because oh. she seen somebody that had worse um, emotions and feelings and feedback yeah. and, and you know drainage and you know she seen all that you. in that person. Yeah. Yes, so they, ran, they 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 found okay. me. Right. It okay. wasn't a relationship yeah. as in a uh, romantic. Yeah, it wasn't that. Not like it that. They that. were in a relationship. You was a friend on the outside trying yeah. to mediate. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And how did that go? Um, it went it went well in the beginning, but then it got ugly when okay. they had their issues, and I was you know being able to see that, and being the one that they would come to to, to talk to, then seeing how they dealt with their emotions and their anger, I seen how I was similar to it. And then sometimes, like, my family or people on the outside would, like, trigger me. And I was like, oh, okay, I see where this is coming from. And so then I felt like I needed to go get help for myself. Hmm. If that makes sense. Like, they were a reflection of me. They were a reflection of you. Mm. Yeah. Which showed you what you needed help with. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's good stuff, though. A lot of people don't see that. Yeah. That's Hmm. normally how it happens, but... It take a long time yep. to see that. It took see me a it. long yeah. time to see that. Yeah. Like, why well, I don't like this person. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'll be like, oh, damn. Mm-hmm. Oh, they just like me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do I do that? Oh, mm-hmm. God. I know yeah. I can't that bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? But it's like that. It yeah. Be, yeah, I get it, man. Mm-hmm. But that came so much later for me, mm-hmm. I believe, after 25. So that's good that you do have that insight early. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what happened after that? You start to see yourself in it, and then what? I seen myself spiraling down because I didn't know how to deal with it. Mm. Mm. I didn't know okay. how to deal with my emotions after that. I didn't like. Let's say somebody made me upset. Rather than using my my normal way of reacting, like spazzing, yeah, I would try to keep it back so I wouldn't make the situation worse. Mm. And so I feel like I was pretty much bottling things up, and I didn't know how to get it out. So it was messing with my school. It was messing with work. Could the anger. Straight? Yes. So when you say schoolwork, that was like 
uh, high school, college? College. College, college. okay. Like, so, I couldn't focus on my work because I had other things framed in my mind. Okay. Mm. Wow. All right. So, wow. what was, did you self-diagnose at first and say, like, I'm having these feelings of anger? What, like, it brought on depression, you, um, you know, after that? Depression. Or? It was more of, like, um... So it was more of like, I just felt heavy on my heart. It was more of like really sad. I would find myself randomly crying, keeping to myself, like to the point of even thinking about suicide. Well, what, how would people feel if I wasn't here? Would things be better? I have to worry about it. And I realized the only thing I really care about is just money and school. And there's way more to life. And so when these other feelings start to come in, I'm like, there's something off. And I want to I wanna be balanced. I want to mm-hmm. know what's going on. And I knew that there was things deep down, like roots, like family and... You know, being touched when I was younger and stuff like that. My issues on how I felt with about males in general. Mm-hmm. I just knew there was something with all of that. So with all of that being, you know, being relevant on top of meeting these people and seeing how I am similar to them, mm-hmm. it's just to me I see like a whole a whole lot of chaos mm. in my life. And okay. because okay. it was affecting the main things that was important to me, which was school and my career, my finances. I just felt like I, I couldn't do how this can no more. How can you get out of this? Yeah, mm-hmm. I can't do this no more. I was spiraling like, what down. Was, what was, how was it manifesting? Were you sleeping a lot? Drugs, um, alcohol. Um, what was your drug of choice? Weed, shrooms, ecstasy. Okay. Uh, I was trying different things. But you it wasn't like away. because of peer pressure. It was just like because I knew that that high, it would, it would kind of have your mind. You know, you were able to see things or feel things, feel a little elevated, and that's what I thought I was going to do. Okay. Okay. I would do my research about it before I did it. So did it really help you at all? It helped me temporarily. It was only a temporary fix for that day? Yeah. Well, for a couple of hours, maybe? More for hours. I was able to sleep. So you ended up having something else. (laughs) Right. So you just went to sleep, but you woke up still feeling the same? Yeah. Oh. So would you tell somebody else to do that? No. Same problems, huh? still the yeah, same thing, right? Yeah, because it's like you're just going in a circle. Yeah. For real. yeah and, like, and it makes it worse, though, doesn't it? Because now you don't waste the time. Because now you were sitting down, relaxed, and going to sleep. You wake up, you start all over again. Same When you could have just used that same energy to actually do something different. Depression don't work like that, Because everybody don't think it's about it when they want the energy. Yeah. 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 First of all, right? You think you it's can, you think you can run from it. Yeah, you don't. You want to sleep. Yeah. You're talking about get up and yeah. do things. And then, and then but I, that's why I, I said, would you that. tell somebody else to do that? Would you yeah. encourage them to not do that? Or would you encourage them to, that, it, hey, right. while you're going through it, go ahead and try it. But right. it really didn't help. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm one of them people, hey, yeah, I did it, yeah. but it didn't help. So I'm going to tell you, don't. Yeah, don't, back don't then it would have been you like, know? you, you want to try it with me? Yeah. But yeah. now it's like, no, that's not even really going to help you. Let's try praying or meditating or yeah. You know, try you know calling a friend or something. Yeah. In hindsight. Yeah. Because yeah. like people even that don't when, know, though, you can help them. Because yeah. even when you are taking those things, you even look at your environment. You're like, look at us. What are we doing? We just sitting here. We Nobody's healing. Nobody's trying to talk about nothing. We all just burying our but emotions and stuff. But it was fun. Down it was, it wasn't it. even fun. Mm. It wasn't even fun. Hmm. It's like you were just there. You were really just crying for help, but you didn't know the words you know where to turn hmm. you couldn't even talk to people that's in the same room as you because they're not gonna help you like that mm-hmm. they just gonna encourage you to do something you know you're not you're not supposed to be doing right because they down too yeah so um misery love company so when you miserable you're gonna invite other people to your misery so they can be miserable i wouldn't you. even say misery love company i think it's more of like we all we all trying to 
find something. That right, we but need. the reason why I say misery love company is when a person is down and they don't know how to be uplifted, mm-hmm. they'll pull somebody else down with them because they don't know how to be uplifted. So they need somebody to uplift them. Right, mm-hmm. so that's like when you hurt, you end up hurting people. Like that's that preaching saying, I told you about. You, lift them, <laughs> lift them. Shut up. Go ahead, because <laughs> you need somebody to uplift them. <laughs> I can't that's how she be doing. I don't know when the preacher come out. <laughs> I'm just saying, you, though, you know, you have to uplift people, you know, so that way church they can get out of their funk. But when you hurting, you hurt people, and when you happy, you make happy, make people happy. You know, which your energy is what you throw off, and that's why I was saying. And people don't do it on purpose, mm-hmm. but they do it. That's all I was saying. Yeah, even like you said, energy. I literally even felt the energy in the rooms. Mm-hmm. Like it was it just shifts. Sad. Yeah. Dark. Because everybody is sad. Everybody is yeah. hurting, and nobody know how to deal with that. So you end up all mm-hmm. just saying, "Hey." That's one thing we can do, and that's kick it. We can drink, we can smoke, we can just sit back and chill, you know? Absolutely. It's, 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 it's yeah. like a getaway. Yeah. 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 And I can understand the music even um, right now. Mm-hmm. The, they got a whole genre called emo. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Emotional music. Mm-hmm. That's like Juice World. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you listen to his music, it's all about like, I'm depressed mm. as hell. Mm. I'm severely depressed. Mm. I need these pills. And what he that, do? He that died part. Mm. on some pills. Swallowed some pills. Trying to Crazy. hide them. But encouraging other people yeah. to do it because that's what he—that's his platform. His platform is to sing, to rap, or whatever he did. And so he encouraged people, it's even if he didn't do it somebody. on purpose. Yeah, I don't know but if he, he did it. it on purpose. That's why I said, yeah. even if it's not on purpose, but he did it's it. It's just yeah. because it's relatable. <clears throat> exactly. Yeah. And relatable is not Especially always going the best. Through it. Right. Yeah. It's just and, and easy to whiny, pull somebody out of it than to push them in. Yeah, and the whiny tone of it, it's just mm-hmm. like I can see them getting caught up in that if you're yeah. a depressed person. Yes, yes, the yes, whiny right. ass. Because you hurt. You hurt. Of the music. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, ugh, yeah. And you feel like somebody finally understand you. Right? Yeah. Somebody really understand me now. I'm going to do what he's doing. Because like, that's it. good. They got it. You know, this helping him. It's really not helping him. And then he's not going to tell that part of the story. But though. that's why I went to go get help myself. Mm-hmm. Even though people would be like, oh, you shouldn't go get no therapy. They just white people that just want your money. And I'm like, <laughs> it really just depends on who you're talking to. Mm-hmm. You know, because you got those people that really do care. And when I went, I really felt like I was at home because mm-hmm. they were, they were like, a lot of yeah. other people, they were seeing things, and I knew I wasn't tripping, and so they tried to say I had schizophrenia. Mm. What? Because wait, wait, of the wait. dreams that I had, and sometimes when it come down to spiritual, you know, things, I was able to see things mm. and feel things. Mm. What do you mean? Like, me seeing you feel, um, so. Give me an example. For example, there's a silhouette that I seen in my room. Mm-hmm. It was a tall, slender man. It was dark. He had no face. Mm-hmm. It's something like you would see in movies, but I didn't see the movie Slender Men around this time. Okay. Um, I or I seen, about. you know how they say you feel like a, a, you feel a demon sleeping on, or sitting on your chest when you sleep? Mm-hmm. They, talk, they call yes. it, they say which um, That's ragin. insomnia. Yeah, it's a lot of different That's things. really, you know, that's an old tale that mm-hmm. people tell you. That's fear-based but really to me. It. It's fear-based to me. Right. But I understand you had an actual, that's something different. But I'm saying mm-hmm. a lot of people just jump on that bandwagon because we all experienced mm-hmm. it, right? Mm-hmm. But that is a classic case of insomnia. Mm-hmm. Like when you um, have been up and you haven't been to sleep and you finally get to sleep and, mm-hmm. and, and you, you still not sleep because you're having a vivid imagination of trying to get up. Yeah. Right? And you cannot. So, 
I had to look into that one time because mm-hmm. I'm tired of people telling me that that sound like witchcraft mm-hmm. and everybody, all these Christians talking about demons. Like mm-hmm. that ain't no demon. I don't got demons. Like, like, come on, man, stop. We got to get so realistic about this. So it's, it's a basis for it. They all different though. You what know. you're talking about is one thing. What she's talking about is another thing. Yeah, but because I'm just I saying. I also had experience just, with it. And it's we not, all have. It's because not insomnia, it's part though. of, it's part of not having, it's a lack mm-hmm. of sleep. It's That's a, not it's, true. Okay. All right. My, well, and that. I'm just telling you right. this because my, my experience was not a lack of sleep. Okay? I won't say that your experience, I'm not going to discount it, but mm-hmm. I'm just saying from what I read in the little research I did that mm-hmm. it was like, like, if you look it up, like mm-hmm. some of the symptoms of yeah. it, it's a classic case that. of yes. trying to get up and you can't. Yeah, classic case, which you means know, that it's something try- that people usually go through. But there's We've a different case. It. There's a different case you know? when it comes down to other things, right? But it could happen and probably that's all I'm in other areas of your life. You could have too much sleep, who knows, and then you you experience it. I don't know. Not when you but I'm just saying. Some, I've read that it was a classic case of that. Yeah. Like it's, okay. it's on the list okay. of things, you know? Yeah. Um. So I have experienced that, right? Mm-hmm. But like my point was, I just don't like when people keep trying to put the, the witchcraft and the and the demons into it. I just think that's lame. Like it's lazy. Go do some research and come back with some concrete information. Because mm-hmm. everybody not into witches and demons mm-hmm. like you are. I hear you. And I get it. You I know. You. So that's all I was saying. But okay, go ahead with your experience. You said you was feeling that way. Yeah, you talking about with the sleep part? No, no, no. With the, with with the you couldn't get up. Depression. Oh no, yeah. It was heavy. Yeah, you yeah. Said it was yeah. like something you couldn't get up. You yeah. was trying to get up. Yeah, it's like my eyes were open, but they were yeah. closed, and I seen it. That's like, a I, symptom. I literally seen something on my chest. But you have seen it. Yeah. I'm okay. telling you, this is two different things because I've also been too. I oh, y'all yeah. having visions? Yeah, you can say visions. Yeah. With it, you can I say mean, that. clearly because mm-hmm. you. Some people see things others can't. Yeah, yeah. I hear what you're saying. Yeah, you're seeing a vision, right? Mm. Okay, because I've never seen it. Yeah, well, know, you're not I'm gonna see to everything. Just in my sleep, I'm like, some people, to get up. everybody my different. You're gonna see some things, yeah. and you might hear something that we might not hear. We all might be sitting in the same room at the same time, mm-hmm. and some might go right past us. You might not see it. I might see it, and she might feel it. Mm-hmm. You understand? We all have three different ways of hearing and seeing. Our interpretations. Yes, right. Yeah. Because everybody not spiritually on the same level. Absolutely. Okay. We all got different levels of spirituality. Okay. So that's how I look at it. Mm-hmm. So if you talk about witchcraft, we're not talking about witchcraft. No. We're talking about I was just making a parallel, you know, yeah. with it because a lot of people, um, they try to talk away mental illness by saying mm-hmm. this person is demonic. And it's like, uh, just because they're in a zombie state, it's something to do with their illness. It, it really has does. nothing to do with them being a zombie. Sometimes. Yeah. A zombie is something that Hollywood created. That is not real. Now, it's a state of being. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's not, it's fictitious. You know, it's a like a, a witch. How do we know what that looked like until they drew it on a broom, right? Or something. You know what I'm saying? I hear what you're saying. So, but to me, I might see a witch on a broom. To you, you might just have seen a white light. She, like you said, I may experience something different. So, I get it. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not trying to make it demonic. I hear you. Yeah. I hear what you're yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so, what did you see? So, it was like this woman and she had like, uh, her, her mouth was stretched. Her teeth were sharp. Her eyes was like dark. Her face was dark. She was very scrawny and skinny. Mm-hmm. Her hair was long and sticking all over the place. And she was just sitting on me all like crippled up. 
on your chest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like right here in my face. But I was, I was like, you know, I was praying without moving my mouth because that's all I knew how to do. So that helped me in my experience. Yeah. I mean, what did you think of that? When you what would you come away with that after that experience? Like, I was scared. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know. I felt like Were you it was more. First of all, oh no, I didn't okay. talk around this time. Okay. Okay. I felt like um, in my mind, I thought it was an attack because there's many, many times that I've been dealing with experiences like that where I would actually see things, so or feel things like a room being heavy and shaking or spinning or something like that. Um, I wasn't diagnosed nothing. Mm-hmm. Well, let me say this. Let me this intervene time. one second. When okay. she was little, um, when she was like one and a half, <laughs> her grandmother had passed. Okay. We didn't know either. We didn't find out. Um, her wife came to us and said, his mother and daughter. Oh yeah, I'm this her mother. And Devon's daughter. Y'all. Yes. So I, um, we didn't, we didn't know her grandmother passed. She came to me and said, mom, grandma just died. And I said, huh? Why she telling me this, we getting a phone call that her grandmother just passed. This is when she was little, okay. right? So she has it already in her where she can see things and hear things and feel things. So, of course. Energy, it sounds yeah, like. Yeah, it is energy. Once the energy left her body, you had a feeling. Hmm. If that's what you want to call it. I mean, that's the, that's the best way to explain it, to make it not sound witchcrafty, you know, to certain people. It, okay, to certain to people. To certain people. We know what we're talking about. But I some don't, people going to look at this, oh, they talking demonic talk. Or, no, 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 it's it not demonic. different, you know. But I don't want nobody to think that because wanna, yeah. they think of something different because we all can look at things different. Absolutely. It's an opinion that everybody has. But you can't knock mine because you haven't experienced it. And I'm not going to candy coat it because you haven't experienced it. I'm going to tell the truth. And you're going to have to either acknowledge it or you're going to have to deal with it when it comes across to you because everybody going to, at some point, have something, see something, or go through something that you just might not have to go through. And you can't tell me because you haven't been through it or seen it or felt it that I didn't. And it's not. And that's just how I feel. And that's just real stuff right there. And that's why people go through depression. That's why people go through so much stress and stuff because they got to have their feelings. They have to have their emotions. They got to have what they seen and what they felt because I got to make you happy. But at the end of the day, I don't care about how you feel because at the end of the day, what I feel like is more important than what you feel like. Absolutely. And what you deal with. Because, yes, I will be there for you while you're dealing, mm-hmm. but you can't be there for me while I'm dealing, so I don't need to be around. But I know that I have to deal with myself. Okay? Yeah. So I'm sorry I had to say that because no, I'm, not to gonna, I'm not going to clear up. Right, but I, I don't care if somebody thinks that everything is witchcraft. Right. Because everybody's going to have their own too. mindset as to what they believe and how they feel until they have to go through it. Okay? And this just may be a black thing. You know, let me just say that. Because we got listeners. Because we always gotta hide. We always gotta hide. I'm not hiding nothing. We hide things. Mm -hmm. We have an excuse for it. Oh, um, this Mm -hmm. person is 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 slow. No. Mm -hmm. No, they're mentally Absolutely. ill. Yeah, and they need yeah. help. Go get them help. Yeah. It's so many people that they, they see their child they, they, and they say, ain't nothing wrong with her just because her eyes cross or because her lips, she always drop her tongue out or because her, she always suck her on her thumb fat. and she always got to have something moving in her hand yeah. and right. she always got to do something. Yes, there is something wrong. You just want to acknowledge it, but your baby grow with the problem, not you, because yeah. you ain't got to deal with it, but your yeah. child do for the rest of their life because you didn't get them help in the beginning. And that's where the generational curses keep going. That's yeah. a generational curse. And I'm not blocking it's nothing. My kids are doing good because I didn't never lie to them. I've always been transparent with my children. Yes, they didn't understand it when they was younger. Now that that they're growing up, though, they understand. Oh, mama not crazy. Mama just had to give it to us a little different. Because when you look at the real world, the real world had everything. Right. I'm not had it. Even to, like, the mental illness, like you were saying, Mm -hmm. especially in the black community, they do teach us 
to keep everything to ourselves, yeah. down to the emotions, right. down to, you know, just even expressing how we feel. Even the black church, you yeah. go in there, they trying to um do a dance on you. Hmm. You feel me? A Holy Ghost dance on you or something like, listen, this mental illness this we dealing with. Life. Stop trying yeah. to... Demon this Everything away. Everything is not a demon. <laughs> like sometimes people just be dealing with things. I think right. We should really just allow each other to speak to each other. Yes. Openly. That's yeah. right. Judgment. Right. It, it's yeah. one of. I think it's one of our things. I don't know. I don't know. But I would love to hear from other races. Please drop down in those comments. Hit us up on um, on the hour on our YouTube page. Let us know what y'all think. Like, yeah, because I'm. Curious I think it's a black too. thing a lot of times, but. A lot of time it is, because we had yeah, everything. Yeah, because we're the only ones that I know that deal with mental illness in this way. We try to pray it away. Like, you can't pray away bipolar 2. You can't pay, pray away bipolar 1, schizophrenia. How are you going to pray that away? Mm, you, you can know? pray on it. Right, and how are you going <laughs> to look down on somebody? Like, how they got a demon and you don't? You know, how they got, you know, you got skeletons, they got demons. It's the same thing. So I'm just saying. Well, that's why in the Bible it says judge yeah. no one unless you make, you're making a righteous judge. Because when you get caught up on trying to always point fingers at everybody else, you forget about yourself. The four point back at you. It's, four <laughs> it's coming back at you. So you need back. to stop, stop always talking about everybody else and do a self-reflect. That's one thing that we need to do as a people, period. Yeah. I don't care what color you are. Look at yourself. Stop talking about everybody else. Face your own facts. Face your own problems. And then you can come holler at me. And then even then, sometimes we can't handle everything on our own. No, you need so, help. That's what God gave us all. That's why he put so many of yeah. us in the world. We all got something to give one another. And if you had in yours, you're keeping your gift to yourself. And one day you're going to just throw it out there. But the other person is trying to get their gift out there. And you're talking about them because they're open up. That's wrong. Stop doing that to one another. We need to start giving each other more love and respecting one another and actually giving each other the time to speak. It's all right if you want to tell your story. Stop telling everybody their story don't matter or I've been through it too. Well, if you've been through it, if you give me your story, then I might be able to get something out of yours too. Give me some nuggets. You might be able to help me right now because you've been through it. But instead, oh, that's nothing, little youngster or whatever. Ain't nobody on that mess. Stop that generational curse. Help build this nation. We falling. We got a drug culture. So everybody, you know, yeah, dealing with drugs. drugs. It's all right. But when the drugs go away, that's when you notice who's really crazy or not. Mm, You feel mm, me? mm, mm. Yeah, because some people I like better when they on something. Yeah, because you seem like they calm them down, right? Uncomfortable. You feel me? Mm, mm, So, but they only like that because they can't tell nothing. They gotta hold everything on the inside. You do. You know that's worse than actually just telling your story. If you hold everything for the rest of your life, you just holding, holding, holding. At some time, at some time in your life, that um ball gonna burst. Absolutely. And when it bursts, no telling what's around. And that's why a lot of people, innocent bystanders or whatever, they just and you gonna get it. You gonna get it. I'd rather just let it out. Talk about it. I feel you on that. Yeah. Finish your yeah. story, young lady. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm going to jump back to me going to therapy. Okay. So, when I finished therapy, um, I realized a lot. Mm-hmm. I realized what was more important to me, even though it wasn't on the papers, and that's family. Hmm. Family and love. And that's even with, you know, your associates hmm. or friends. But how does that help you with depression though like help me with depression because it made me realize that love is more important than trying to keep you know Hmm. keep secrets trying to keep my mouth shut because i can show love by helping somebody else with my testimony and help them not because i've i've had many people come to me ready to commit suicide Mm -hmm. and some have 
and it's simply because I didn't open my mouth. Mm. And so now I'm like, this is something that I want to do more. I want to open up more. I mm-hmm. want to tell my story. I want to let them know that it's okay to to come to somebody and cry on their shoulder. Yes. To let it out. Yes. If you don't want them to, you know, to give too much remarks about what you're telling them, then that's fine. I can just be an ear. Yeah. Sometimes it's off. good to just be an ear. You don't always have to talk. Sometimes we just need an ear. And I don't make you slow, weak, mm. dumb, none of that. It that's really does Because even men nowadays feel like they have to keep their mouth shut. They got to just deal with it. They got to mm. just deal with it because society says so. Because they men, they feel like just hold it all on their back. Mm. But that's why they use a gun. Because they feel like they, they <laughs> if they, I shoot you, I can take your life then because you, know, you hurt me. A lot of times it's also because they have to defend themselves. Because right, because the they got hurt. Well, my thing is, you don't have to defend yourself if you're not in that lane, first of all. But if men was more gentle with their with their actions how about that then things a lot of things would change but it's not just about the man it's about everybody i'm well, just being the honest with you, but they the treating the kids the yeah, women are we all watching wrong but they they are like yeah they're the masculine so that means that they they have a role they had dominion first mm. basically they have they, a role they yeah but they plus to help mm-hmm. build our foundation. they're the disciplines they're the disciplinary men are supposed to be disciplinary right and so if they're so not in the house you're raising them by yourself as a woman. So you're trying to d- discipline. You're trying to be the provider. You're trying to do everything. So something's going to miss. Something's yeah. going to be missing out of this situation. Something's going to be lacking mm-hmm. in that yeah. situation. Mm-hmm. You got to spread yourself so thin. Mm-hmm. But it, but as a whole, everybody have a role, and everybody need to play their role. Everybody. Everybody has a role. Um but go ahead. I was I'm sorry, just baby. saying, like, as far as opening up, because you know how they say it's too feminine to be emotional. Mm. Okay. It's sensitive to if you speak up. Yeah, and okay. even to some women, because they, they've grown that, you know, they've been molded to be really tough. But not they realizing uncles, that you still dads, have emotions. Really tough on them. <laughs> they just come out differently. They come out anger. That's, that's still an emotion. Yeah, but I'm just saying. It's, it's a hateful, ain't, right, but I'm saying they said that it's, it's cowardly or, you know, you're less than if you have emotions, but they're not, they forgetting that it's still an emotion to be evil, to be um, angry and to lash out at people and just to, you know, tell you that it doesn't matter. That's still an emotion. You still, you're not holding that in. That's actually going out. And if you are holding it, at some point it's going to come out and it's going to burst. It's still there. So people need to quit telling themselves that they hold their emotions in. No, it's okay for you to let go of your emotions. You have to let it out. It if all you hold it in, it's going to pop. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. It all really does. Mm, mm, mm. It goes. It, it correlates to who's around you, mm. your yeah. environment. Because sometimes you, mm-hmm. you, you have to feel comfortable mm-hmm. to talk to certain people mm. in order to get that off. Yeah. Like, you can be a masculine man. Sometimes you're feminine. You want to, you know, I ain't going to say feminine. <laughs> I ain't gonna say I ain't gonna use those terms. I'm gonna right. say you you're open to you're to show your emotions exactly, and that's good. Yeah, you're in touch with your feelings. But you also have to have that woman that's gonna allow you to to show your emotions. That doesn't make you less of a I mean, man. No, hmm. I mean I can understand how all of this 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 uh, hiding oneself from oneself yeah. could like really lead to a lot of serious issues in yeah. life, mm-hmm. like especially depression. Like think about these priests, you know, like what kind of, oof, they hold life. Hmm. I don't even know. They doing a lot. Mm-hmm. They doing a lot. 
But I can't say that the black church ain't too far behind. Mm. I tell you that that was that was one of the um, most homosexual experiences I've ever had mm. in a religious situation. Mm. I was shocked. Remember I told you. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't know who was straight, who was gay. I didn't. I, I didn't know. Yeah, even religion. Not that you have to some, like show me know? your manliness. I, it was just weird to see it. You mm. dig? In that type of numbers across the board, to not know. I was just like, okay. Not that I'm. Mm. And, and again, no, no slight to any LGBTQ mm. or anything. You know, do what you want to do, but we all know what's going on in these religion institutions. We all know, so mm. please don't try to hide it. Like I said, it was one of the most homosexual experiences I've ever had, and um, I was just working. What was I doing? The Gospel Awards. <laughs> it was a Gospel Awards show, and I was just like, "Wow, like this is this is really homosexual." Mm. You know, like. Yeah, this and, and and I'm saying that to say that people are bottling up emotions. Okay, yeah. so have that. these are people that have to bottle up yeah. and hide emotions because yeah. of religion. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't think they know type of way just because they gay. All right, mm. I'm just saying the experience was very homosexual and that's what it was. Mm. All and right, you see how it all like revolve around us hiding ourselves. Yeah, mm-hmm. because of fear of other people. Mm-hmm. And that's what's been happening forever, though. Yeah, but. Dating back to slavery time. It's been happening for a very long time. Because you got to remember, during slavery time, um, the woman and the man were separated. They let them marry. They have a baby. They separate them. You have the ones in the house. You have the one on the outside keeping us separated. Then then they take your child from you and then give you their child to raise their children, to feed their babies. And your child is sitting on the outside. So we we come into today and you look at it completely. And today you look at it and you're wondering why we didn't raise our children so well. It's because during slavery time, they wasn't allowed to really speak to their children or have a relationship with them other than telling them shut your mouth other than telling you go sit down you can't move other than telling them you can't read and then you're wondering why they don't read still well, and you wonder why they still don't have anything it was because it was it's a generational curse that needs to be broken so we could be better people and so it's generational curse to my understanding it's just lack of knowledge it's sense of well it's not sense of identity you lose your identity you don't know who you are Generation, generational curses are things of, um, like, something that happened to your mother that she instills in you. Like, if they it's told just her. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Lack of knowledge. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They don't have to be positive traditions. Yeah. Yeah. It just could be anything. But it's still very can, negative. But yeah. they're traditions yeah. you know, that are handed down. Yeah. Right. Well, we and some of them are very though. negative yeah. because it's effective to us in the bad to way. Keeping you it's keeping us from being able to be. Stuff. Yeah, just like yeah. as babies, if we don't let them explore the world and have fun and talk and laugh and play with the toys and be a little noisy because that's what babies do, right? You tell them, hush up, go sit down, don't go do this, don't do that. And then when they get older, you're wondering why they don't have no identity because you gave them your identity yeah. of what they're supposed to have been like. So now they get older and now they got to understand, they got to learn for themselves, what do I like? It's just like a woman having children you raise your children after you graduate from high school you have your own children you got to teach them how to read write do everything you got to take care of them up to 18 once they all your kids are going out your house now you're like okay so what do i like doing who am i it's the same thing with a baby growing up and 